This is Fat Radio International. Embrace the alternative. unlike anything on your planet the story of a boy a boy and a universe a big sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance it's a spectacle light years ahead of its time an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds a billion years in the making Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Hello and welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and I am joined as always by Mr Chris Hayes. Hello there. We are the editors of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of sci-fi, horror and fantasy. It's been going since 1977. What an amazing mag. And we're still going strong. And, yep, we're here for you during this third lockdown, whatever. And we keep bringing you the the radio version of of the magazine whoa we get stuff whoa i'm not sure sh- no i'm not sure well we're touching ne- base we're keeping in touch with yes people. i've never been sure about uh, well no this podcast represent not, the magazine no, to be honest it, the, the magazine is actually structured whereas this podcast, the magazine is this, structured this podcast radio show is not quite that it has varied voices in it but it's got some interesting content in it what does the this, magazine this, this and the mag both the magazine does yes so this, does this this has the likes so of well let's this. run through the last four episodes what we covered cracking information we uh, we covered the dog in uh, that's life last yeah. week you wouldn't have heard that anywhere else <laughs> you wouldn't i guarantee it uh, what was he called prince prince the talking that's right, dog yep uh, we've talked about um your eggs yeah yep that didn't hatch no Not okay <laughs> We've talked about your numerous trips to the dentist. Can you update people on that today? Today as well. Oh, wow. They couldn't get it out. So I'll infected them on antibiotics and and then I went back to bed and then I got up and came here. That's great. Very poorly guy again today. Have you slept it off? Do you you know what this is? This is the post-dentist therapy. That's what this has become every Wednesday. It's just a bad coincidence, isn't it? Since the show came back. 
Have you slept off your rage this week? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad, was it? I just couldn't feel my beard, though, last week. That was weird. As f- that was so odd, doing a show, and then kept... You know, you stroke your beard or you touch your chin, and then it feels like it's someone else's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be doing a radio show with that going Definitely on, not. Anyway, Definitely but not. I'm all right today, because I got, I got touched up earlier. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, that's what you've missed over the last four weeks, content-wise. Loads of stuff. Also, Mike, Mike saw Rain Man. So, Got it's exciting. One What's Trading Places the other night? Well, Trading Places is a Stone Cold classic. Ah, you see, no question there, then. No question there. But I can give you a reason. Why do you think I was watching Trading Places? Well, I always save Trading Places for a New Year's watch. It's a good one for New Year. It is. It is indeed, yeah. Uh, why would I've you have watched it? I've got a very specific reason. Okay. Um, so everyone's still alive. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is it because... Well, except for the, the two stars. The, the, uh, what? Two stars? Well, the two... Statler big, and Waldorf. Yeah, they've got the Duke brothers. Donna Mishi and Ralph Bellamy. They were, oh, isn't that? You see, I got that straight off. Very, very Boom. good. And... Uh, can you remember the where they cameoed next? Yes. Go on. And that's why I've watched it. I knew it. That was what... Okay, so, yes. Yeah, I'm too so excited that, that I've got guessed watch. it. It's Coming to America. Yes. Yeah. And Coming then to I can, America. So I can watch Coming to America yes. tomorrow night... After do after doing the, the Mancunian candidates, I'm going to watch Coming to America. And then on Saturday night... Coming... To, to America. To America. With coming the, to America too. Two. But it's got the two. It's, it's two, coming two in the middle. Two, yeah. With a, it's confusing that, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that would look weird on that, the BBFC card, wouldn't it? A little bit. Yeah. Coming to America, but mm. with the numeral two. Yeah, I'm not... A, so I'm, it's a sequel to Coming to America. I'm not a fan of all but that. But do you know what? It's not a John Landis film, so I'm terrified. Very, very true. So that's out this weekend. I, I will be watching it this weekend. Okay. A special invite to a special screening. I get a link, yeah. That's excellent. Oh, brilliant. Well, the trailer came out today. And, I got a uh, link from you, Torrent. You did? What? No, it's joking. It's a joke. I, I joke about that because I know it winds you up, that's all. Yeah, it does wind me up. No. We shouldn't be talking about anything yeah. like that. No, I'm going to be watching it on Amazon Prime and I've got a, a screen, a link to uh, the review copy, so I'm going to have a watch of that and see what it's like. And I might even be able to tell you next week. That's fantastic. I am obviously looked- a spoiler-free, very lightweight, lukewarm review. Right. In a spoiler-free review, totally spoiler-free review, are you allowed to say whether you liked it or not? Well, yeah, of course you are. You, oh, yeah. you still give a rating. I still in think it gives away. If I think, I think that that is quite spoilery to say whether it's you enjoyed it or not. It's only one person's opinion, of course, and mine but don't mean anything. Spoilers are that, that's you're talking narrative, you're talking twists, uh, developments and coming to America too. Uh, yeah, there were, I, I, doubt, I don't think it'll be chock full it's of twists. Gonna be, it's going to be a mind bender, isn't it? <laughs> Christopher Nolan's yeah. coming to America. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that? That would be great, wouldn't it? If you got the most um, just really straightforward comedies and got the most auteur directors involved with a sequel to them. Well, I've got an example of that. Funny you should mention. Yesterday, a uh, it was it was a. Someone who's an editor at, I think it's Esquire in the States, mm. uh, released a video. He'd been working on it for the co- last couple of months. It's called, and this is on YouTube now, go find it. That's a hell of a title. What? All right, don't throw me off. 
It's called Seinfeld, The Return. And it's a mix of Seinfeld meets David Lynch's Twin Peaks, The Return. It's 11 minutes long. Uh, use an existing footage from Seinfeld, brilliant, but remixed in a oh, uh, fans of Seinfeld and Lynch. Are just Kramer looks like a razorhead. Flip for it. That is a razorhead like razor Yeah, so, yeah, so you could fit some in there. Yeah, and didn't didn't uh, someone say you look like a razorhead? I'm getting called week? all sorts of stuff. Who did these shows? Is it um, your dentist? No, I got an unsexy Peter Sutcliffe was about three weeks ago. That's my favourite. Last, he's so insulting it's untrue because that suggests that the the lady in question wanted to fuck peter sutcliffe so you've got that for starters and that i'm not even that good yeah and then the second one was um an eskimo faced cunt still i and i have looked online and i can't find any reference to it. it's not an in joke oh don't not be googling that like, well of course i'm gonna google that if someone called you that of course you would. Of course you oh, would. Just careful. so that I wanted to own with it. The choice of words. I wanted though. to own it. Right. Well, I shouldn't be calling. Shouldn't be looking into Eskimos. No, it was the other words that I, came I was into, worried about you putting in. Well, I Google got search. A weird, especially pictures. a Google image search. I got really weird pictures. I bet you did. Um, but the the other one is oh oh look it's a razor head. It's annoying. Right. I have since... I'd be very happy with that. I've been since 1990 wearing a long leather trench coat, haven't I? Leather. Well, I met you after Matrix, but you can imagine, and you've seen photographs and you've heard, that coat that I wear, I've had it since about 89. I bought it, yeah? Right, I got it. So I've been wearing that coat that I'm talking about, that you've seen me in, yeah. And I was wearing that, and this is the living equivalent of when we were talking about that comic strip panel, the guy with a Batman T-shirt, then suddenly everyone's high-fiving him, and then everyone's going, oh, look at him wearing an old-fashioned Batman T-shirt, yeah. Yeah. Well, I went from um, wearing that and nobody blinked or commented, and some people went, oh, that's lovely leather, that, I love the buttons on it, it's nice and smart, military-looking. And then all of a sudden, The Matrix comes out, and then uh, I was getting a lot of approval, yeah. And then The <laughs> Matrix actually went away, and you've actually been out with me in the street with people going, oh, Matrix! All right, Neo! Neo, yeah. They, that, I can't believe I didn't think of this when we were discussing that Batman um, panel. But yeah, so, yeah... I can't, I can't be arsed with it. It's like they, they, so when someone goes, "Oh, he raised head," it's like, "Oh, oh, fuck off." Well, that terrible you know? anecdote has uh, led it's nicely, not a terrible anecdote, <laughs> nicely is it? into you our should feel first sorry piece for me. I get nothing positive, do I? Of course you do. I don't. Stop it. I don't. It's all negative. I'm not had one piece. It's the of... world's smallest violin playing. Oh no, that don't play very I've well. Had, on I, radio, there's, does there's it? no, there's very little fan mail. You know, me and you, we don't get it at the moment. Well, you've not, we need it. you've not told anyone the, uh, the email. Well, here we go. Contactors. Fan mail you send to studio <laughs> at fabradiointernational.com and uh, you, you're not allowed to mention Eskimos, you're not allowed to mention Peter Sutcliffe and you're definitely not allowed to mention Eraserhead. Or cunts. So Matrix was in the news this week. Yeah. Uh, we've got, it seems to be, a title for Matrix 4. If it is, it's lame. Uh, pardon? If it is, it's a bit lame. The Matrix Resurrections. Yeah. Right, what's wrong with that? What do you think's wrong with that? You've had Reloaded, 
You've had yeah. you'd ha- you've you've had revolutions, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and now you got resurrections. I mean, yeah. they're back from the uh, dead. Didn't Trinity die? Yeah, right. Well, she's back, so they're hence resurrections. Well, you don't know if she's back or not, do you? Resurrections. You don't, you don't know if it's Whoa. really her or it's just a, a, some avatar of her. But the I it had a very Christ-like biblical end in the third one, and I thought that that redeemed it somewhat. What? In the, the fact the, that it was as boring as church. Look. The second one was boring. The second one had one really good action sequence, but the rest of the film was, he fights loads of Agent Smiths, he fights loads of Agent Smiths, here we go again, to wash, like a wash cycle, just infinite. And then you end up with the third film. And again, was that the one where they had the big rave party? No, that was the opening of Reloaded. Oh, right, okay. I get that. They merge into one, these two. So those two, like you say, I know every word and every panel and every scene and and I could storyboard the first Matrix film. The second two, they merge into one sort of overlong mess, but I found if anything stood out for me, it was that it was quite a ballsy ending. He was blinded. They didn't win. They just decided to have a truce, a ceasefire, and Trinity died. And that was a bold ending. And I thought, well, at least it didn't do a shitbag shuffle at the end. It actually did something a bit original. But along the way, you had all those CGI pointless fight sequences. All, basically, all the stuff that you loved about the first film, they made you hate about the, about the next two films. And you had The Architect. The architect. I think the architect yeah. it, it stands out in cinema history as as one of the biggest misjudgments I've ever seen. There's a wonderful um, SNL riff on the architect. If I'd you love Google to see that. Matrix Architects, Will Ferrell. Yeah, it's her- it's her- it's hilarious. Actually, I think it might have been for the MTV Music Awards. Either way, you'll find it if if you enter those. Uh, I saw very very funny. I remember on- seeing that at the cinema. And I mm-hmm. remember the because re- I love cinema reactions. You know I do. I always say to you because I, half of it I'm watching. Loved other people. Loved especially on the second. Yeah, the I mean se- they're gone now. Oh no, You've they're had not your gone. Last. No, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a minute because we they've back from this. Will be uh, cinema resurrections in a minute. But I'm just saying I used to I love reactions when you're in a cinema and fit. I told you when I was watching, um, one of the funniest things I've ever seen was watching an old guy at the cinema in Vegas watching, um, oh, was it, what was it? Well, I don't think it was Vegas, actually. I think that was over here. This old guy was watching Rise of Skywalker, yeah. And the poor guy. He, he, I felt so sorry for him because he'd he'd come and he obviously he'd lo- he obviously loved the first ones, you know. Probably didn't like the prequels much, and he he's come along to this, and he's probably watched the Force Awakens was all right, you know, and and he might have even liked uh, Last Jedi, but this was not his Star Wars man. No. And he was sat there, and he just kept looking round at everybody else. To, to see if everybody was... Do you, do you know what? Does that make sense? He was looking for validation, like, is everybody else thinking it's a bit shit? Is it was, it did right he think he was having to... a stroke? I don't know what he thought. Well, it's it like just it's looks right so... Rise of Skywalker, it's it like it's so been lost. plotted by a hyperactive kid yeah. high on skills. Yeah, well, I, I remember cinema reaction... Fans frozen. That one stuck in mind. Cinema reaction to... Um, 
to uh, oh god, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, the third Highlander movie, where it was the worst fucking film I've seen. Never what, mind, worse sequels. than two. Oh. You've no idea how See, bad I've it is. I've not seen past it's two. It's awful, and and then it goes on and on and on, and it's so. And and then the main character comes out with this really unfortunate line, and somebody shouted out loud. I was at the Showcase Cinema in Manchester, which, by the way, is being bulldozed right now. Right now, yeah, it's it's being made into a school. Oh, screw schools! You don't yeah, need don't, more don't schools. Need no, you don't. But no one was only me and you sat watching a film there. No, it's true. Whenever we went, I did work so, there once. So, yeah, yeah, for a short time. Mm-hmm. You knew Very you had some time. of the secrets, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I, I go the around these places and I get, I do a little, yeah. get a little bit of research. It's like um, uh, investigatory journalism, but without the, any any journ- <laughs> journalism. <laughs> Yeah. I'd just go and have a little look. No, it's fine. Snoop around. It's fine. You're yeah. like that uh, person on Blind Date, aren't you, who, who came on and uh, she was on Blind Date, but she was pretending to be a, a guest, but she wasn't. Yes, it's exactly like that. It is, yeah. You I've do got a few to tick off. I still want to work at a subway, mm. the, the, the butty shop. Um, I'd like to own one of them. Mm. A Domino's pizza. I yeah. would like to go and have a look there. We can't mention your latest one, can we? But, but you did have some scoops and some ins- inside information. Yeah, it's we're, a popular we're, high street brand. We're not going to. We're not going to. I'm definitely not. not. I'm not. No. For no, there's for no money in the world. No. Would I? Would I mention that on here? Well, I just did a quick poll before coming on uh, yeah. to gauge how the readers are, uh, are thinking yeah. of this Matrix Resurrections okay. title. If it's that, and let's face it, it will be that. Yeah. It makes too much sense. Of course. Uh, just ask them, you know, how, how are we feeling about this title, guys? You know, uh, do we love it? Is it lame? It's okay, I suppose. Mm. Couldn't give a monkeys. So, in the lead, it's okay, I suppose. Yeah. With uh, 41% of, yeah. the, uh, of the votes there. Oh, yeah. Couldn't give, a mon- <laughs> couldn't give a monkeys is coming up at number two. Okay. With 37%. A neck, neck and neck, yeah, with eleven percent apiece yeah. is love it and lame. So you know what? That that yeah. just Says nothing. There's there's nothing there, is there? But no, just to finish that, the win, anic- the anic- win is off. Go on, it's okay, I suppose. It's okay, then. I, I suppose. Mean, but yeah, to back. I'll just quickly do that, that anecdote because they, we. Are, I always do this and then never go back and remember what I was talking about. But yeah, I watched the Highlander. Three there, and I remember one of the the guy, and he he is a an actor in um, the the guy who played Kurgan. They had a black guy, and I can't remember his name. He was from a rap band. Uh, he was in the third one, and he was just doing a bad impersonation of Kurgan. Yeah, and then at the very end of the film, after two hours of this absolute awful, awful remake of Islander, he goes, "I wish that this would go on for a thousand years." And someone just got up and went, fuck that. And everyone <laughs> burst out laughing. And, and and that's one of the best cinema moments. And it's the worst film I've, I've seen at a cinema. And then uh, I but I remember the, the architect moment. And I was doing what the Rise of Skywalker old guy was doing. And I was looking around at everyone else going, "Are they? Do, am I the only one who doesn't know what he's talking about here? You know." And everyone was just there stuffing the face with popcorn going, oh, whatever, <laughs> whatever, guy, white guy in a suit, he sounds intelligent. There's nothing worse than that feeling when you've been excited for a sequel. 
yeah. for several years. Yeah. And then you realise in the first 10 minutes that your hopes have been dashed. I think that... that Rise sequ- of Skywalker was one. Sequels deliver that more than, reloaded. more than more than most films. Yeah, they, they do. Because of you've they got do. an expectation. Whereas if Absolutely. you've heard, oh, this is Quentin Tarantino's new film Don't or matter. whoever's, that's yeah. fine. But a sequel... Yeah. 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 So I knew it um, in the first 15 minutes while that rave was still going on in uh, Reloaded that things were not quite right. And then I gave it a pass. Reloaded and Revolutions were uh, shot back to back, if you recall. Yeah, I do. very yeah. unusual back it then. It felt like it, though. They do feel like one film. Yeah. Like one massive film. So after the disappointment of Reloaded, I was like, we've only got a year. Oh, no, it wasn't even a year. It wasn't a year. It was year. about six it months. Was dead quick. Oh, that's yeah. good, isn't it? But the second was the was the third one long. I remember it being really. They're long. all long, but yeah, right. that that was longer. I think. Sure. Uh, but I knew within ten minutes of of that as well that no. Nope. Did you not like the ending? The, no, I, at least I liked, they, they they at least did something. With I liked the ending. very very little about any of those two movies. But I but, mean, they could have just had him win, and it all be dead boring and Star Wars ending. You know. Good triumphs over what's wrong evil. With, yeah, what's wrong with Star Wars? Yeah, no, I'm just saying they could have done that with that. Yeah, but this was trying to be cerebral and trying to say that it's a deep-thinking movie, so they were trying to do something, and yeah. that was their, their big... You um, could tell that with the architect that. scene. Well, I know, I know, I know. Good it was so... Pret- it's the most pretentious scene in a film that there's ever been. I've they, even... They were Chelsea's had thesauruses for the thesauruses in that scene, didn't they? Is it here too and never to owe? Ergo. Ergo. Oh, uh, Kiko, uh, it didn't help that he looked like Kentucky Fried Chicken Man. He did look like him, and he, even the clothes, it was unintentional. But the, but what I, I just thought, well, at least they just went, well, yeah, we're just going to call a ceasefire now. I don't have anything better to say than that. W- that was my only good observation. I will be. I don't watch him again. I don't rewatch them, but I'll rewatch the first one. Well, I recently did Matrix, mm. and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I've never held it as like some masterpiece. I Stands think. up though. It's effects it, wise. Effects wise, I don't think it does. Oh, that it doesn't on. matter. It's twenty twenty two years old now, mm-hmm. uh, so it's 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 fine. Story wise, it's a gr- it's a cracking concept and a great little tale, but it is quite small. There's a lot of exposition in that movie. Mm-hmm. A lot. So the the people that uh, say that it's seen though it should no it's not well they would, that scene was a bit it's throughout it's blatant exposition yeah, throughout they, they, that guy who uh, what is it who Fishburne plays he could be Basil exposition couldn't he he plays Morpheus yeah Morpheus exposition but it's a good movie it's a good movie it is a good film but it, it always is. did deserve sequels I, I thought because there was much more there's many many more more tales to be told so did, but it's it had not a, the it fault had an ending of, where it didn't he didn't need them though it, it did he didn't need them he did, didn't need them he didn't need them I'm saying that it, you could have them and the, you're valid to the do Matrix, them but it had a good a mo- this is what I'm saying about all the exposition it it's so heavily setting up mm. Uh, other stories in that universe. Okay, what did you make of the animated... Loved it. Um, this yeah, is where I'm trying to lead to. Yeah. yeah, just for context. Uh, I'm not knocking on this universe at all. I absolutely love it. And the Animatrix just goes to show how many stories there are Yeah. in this one universe alone. Yeah. You've got, what's that, six tales? 
yeah in that in that little compilation and if anyone's listening who has who's never seen it i think you can pick that up for next to nothing on amazon or probably digital or probably maybe even prime i don't know but there's six tales all done by different uh, anime studios from japan and there's some amazing tales mm. Uh, inside the Matrix, outside the Matrix, you know, which is the real world, isn't it? Great stuff. Yeah. The the bookend of the second Renaissance, part one and two, uh, that chart the the rise of the AI that would eventually go on to enslave us all and put us all in that Matrix, that is just... That's worthy of a a two-and-a-half-hour film Mm. on its own. Mm. That, that little tale there yeah. it's utterly fascinating which that's why I'm so excited so about what Matrix the, 4 yeah but you can't undo the The problem is you can't undo what's been done no, but you're going to have to reference that and yeah then of course you have a set of, of movies fine. say this is really good I mean what are you going to do just watch the first one and then ignore the others no, and no, then I'm... watch this or <coughs> Oh God! Every time it won't cough. make you, it won't make you like the other two anymore. No, but I'm no. going to go back and watch Reloaded and and mm. uh, Revolutions very soon. Actually, mm. C- certainly before okay. next. Wait, is it this year? It's out late this year. I've, I've forgotten. I did nothing. It can't be this nothing year. is re- written in stone at the moment. No, exactly. No. Uh, anyway. So, shall we go for a break? So, uh, when we might get a few emails in and then uh, come back and... Well, that would be nice. Yes, we'll be back very soon. Starburst magazine is brought to you by Jaeger Water. What happens to Nancy and Sheila in the mansion of the doomed is so horrifying, we can't even hint at it on this radio station. Mansion of the doomed is so shocking, it will never appear on television. Some films you see... Some you feel. You'll feel Mansion of the Doomed. You'll never forget Mansion of the Doomed. Starburst Radio, your source for all the news and reviews that you really could do without. FabRadioInternational.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. There you go. Well, that was a nice break, wasn't it? Now, I looked up then from uh, from my phone. Yes. <laughs> and you were just staring at me like you wanted me to provide some content. No, no, I've got I've got bits of content I was here lo- and there. I'm not looking at my phone because I've, got... I've received a, a particularly good text from a good s- one. S- someone. Oh. Not someone who's saying, oh, your volume's bad, you sound awful, oh, yeah, I the, hate the, the, one, usual. the show that you're the putting usual. on. No, no, you know? no, I, w- I was just scouring for any breaking news. Okay. Yeah. No, there isn't any. Okay. Apart from... Go on. And because we're live on the radio... Uh, and we've only got an hour and hour and fifteen to go. We can't do any deep dive research. If someone could email in right now and tell us why R.I.P. Chris Pratt is trending right now, because I cannot get to I the. I got the wrong end of the stick when you said this. Why? I thought you said ripped, like, as in ripped like abs. <laughs> Shit. No. He's not dead, is he? No, it? he's not. Is Chris Pratt dead? No, Chris Pratt is not dead. Well, but what is happens is oh, right, when okay. somebody does something so heinous or says something ridiculous or is a bigot or misogynist or they've 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 done some horrible crime, 
people cancel them, don't they? Yeah. And cancel it's, culture. It's I've got a lot to say about that, but we won't be getting into it tonight. But I'm all for it, just because there's a cute, uh, a cute uh, name uh, branding for uh, being called out for your fucking bullshit. I just don't think you should give a platform to people who are saying stuff that's that's wrong, Correct. that's bad, and Correct. it's and it's causing problems. Correct. It's it's like that. A, a hashtag has de- hashtag has developed. Uh, rip. R.I.P. Chris Pratt means he's done. Are you a- all right? You've come back. You're a bit shaky. You've come back a bit shaky. You're a bit, you're on the ropes. Man. I am a little bit. You're a bit on the ropes. Come I am. on, come on. It's all right. It's just me and you. You're and, amongst and friends. Thousands of people listening. It's all right. Well, one of them thousands of people can email in and tell us what Chris yeah, Pratt please. has done yeah, to yeah. get cancelled. Come on. Studio at fabradiointernational.com. There we go. You know, I can't read that rude one out, but get start start sending them. Do you remember that Chris Pratt was when he was trending recently um, because he was. Well, you see, you'd be surprised here that I'm not. I'm not like following him to that degree. You don't, where I you know don't when need he's to. You just need not. to be on top of. Uh, Trends. Trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking... But they change within... How often do... Right, if I get up at nine o'clock in the morning, look at the phone... You know what? And look at what's trending... They're not as quick as you think. And by by fucking night time, nine o'clock, twelve hours later... You can't get your news from Twitter. It's changed. I don't trust it. I don't trust any of it. Uh, But he was... The internet voted him the worst Chris. And he had a meltdown about it. A meltdown. A meltdown. He well, got see, really you're, hurt. You're a Chris with a K. I just want to point this out. This is the bit that annoys me because everybody who talks to me about him, he goes, oh, you mate, Chris, and they spell it with a C-H. He, he's not. He's Chris Christofferson Chris. He's K-R-I-S. Yeah. And so he's not, he can't be included in the worst Chris. No. Couldn't you give a monkeys if, I, so, if, if the internet decided I was the worst Chris. I'd, I'd so agree. So this is C-H-R-I-S Chris. Yeah, yeah, Pratt. Yeah. 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 The worst Chris. Evans. Yeah. I know. Evans. Yeah, I know. And the other, and Hemsworth. And the other one. And yeah. the other Chris Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's two, isn't they? That's why I repeated it. Oh, right, okay. I missed Subtle. that nuance. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, so he, what did he say about this? I mean, if someone said really to me, upset. you're the worst Mike, I'd just go, oh, you childish bastard. That's like saying <laughs> you've got a shit haircut, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, your hair's shit. Yeah. Oh, right, Okay. Oh, your pony trainers. I know. Rubbish. Just, yeah, he should be above that. Hollywood star. I wonder if pony are back now. I wonder if they're, like, considered hipster, a hipster labour. Strangely enough, would not know. I'm going to get some pony trainers. I'm not an expert on trainers, although I once knew an expert trainer speculator, as you did, who decided to turn our kitchen area in the first Starburst office into a trainer's speculation storage area where you would have all the Star Wars trainers, Stormtroopers, Darth Vader, the uh, Imperial Red Guard, all them. Do you remember them all in there? And he bought them all for like $80 and they ended up within three or four weeks worth about $400. Yeah. And he You're j- better he off filled- investing in Adidas. Yeah, but you're missing out the point. Then we gold. Had, we had a tiny little kitchen. No, I know, he was yeah. he was terrible And for he that. filled the entire place with trainers 
that he weren't he was never going to wear he just bought to sell he was a he was a trader yeah, the office a trader. Was his little uh, storage yeah. space it was a, spe- right? a commodity speculator wasn't it yes yeah yeah which is fine i mean i've got two pairs of the long sold out mandalorian adidas shoes i know but you wore them no no i've got them in box oh you as you as bad as him then yeah flipping them you've turned out you've turned the, to the dark side haven't you <laughs> Oh, come on. You've been knocking him for years and now you're doing it. You've undermined everything that I've just set up then. No, because I'm not storing them at someone else's place, am I? They're in my bedroom. No, true. That, yes, thank you. Okay, yeah. That's the point I was trying to make anyway. And it was just a little bit of an experiment. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. When are you going to get rid? Well, there's a few... Do you keep an eye on the price? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Is it like... Is it like what I've been keeping an eye on with the AMC and all the rest? Is it, it is. Well, yeah. In is a, there in that a way, point? It's that it's point. It's the where stock market, isn't it? But the for temptation shoes. is too high. Your Mandalorians are going to go, and someone's going to wear them. And all. look, ooh, they're going to wear them. These were these came out last uh, September, I think it was yes. September October. I knew they were going to sell out straight away. A range of Mandalorian Adidas trainers, of course, right? Yeah. Of they're course, going to yeah. they're going to fly out. So I bought two, and I bought two in my okay. size as well. Right, yeah, using some repurposed eBay money. I just like, see, I wouldn't have done that. What? What do you mean? I would have I would have done uh, a search and gone. What is the mean average ah. optimum size? What is the Biggest proportion of the population, what size? And if they just said it was an eight, a nine, a ten, or whatever, I'd have just gone with that, irrespective whether they were too big or small for yeah. me. I would have just bought them. But what if you can't flip them later on? Well, that's well, you've got more chance. Then of I'll flipping just wear them. Ah, you see, there's the thing. If you because go for these, the optimum these shoes size, are badass, man. If you go for the optimum size, I love size, these shoes. But you, I can't afford them. If you go for the optimum size, you've got more chance of flipping them. But I know, no chance of wearing them. There you go. Wow. So if if wow. anyone's introduced... It's getting deep, this, isn't it? If anyone's interested in a, a pair of Mandalorian Adidas. Fucking hell, and Hit you have up. a go at me for turning uh, Dave Krause's death into an advert and oh. you flogging your gear on here, man. Okay. Anyway, yeah, can we just, while we're on the subject of speculation, we'll just quickly do this bit and then and then you can do the next bit. Well, can I say just one oh, thing? Can on. I just squeeze one piece of news in? Because there's no in. there's no commentary on this. So just, you can it just it connects nicely. Lovely. The Mandalorian is yes. up for best drama series yeah. in today's Golden Globes Indeed, announcement. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, that's yeah. nice, isn't no, it? it's lovely, yeah. Yeah. And then, and it's all, by the way, it's quite a surprise. Irrespective of that, if you're a Brit, it's nice to see that the crown's up there because that means that we're pretty much guaranteed loads and loads and loads of British Golden Globes. There you go. Why do you think the the crown's going to get it? Yeah. No, no, the other categories. It's all. It's got the biggest amount of, of right. Of, so we're guaranteed a lot of British Globes this year, and it's I, always good for the country. I, I don't. I feel. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm quite patriotic, you know. Well, yeah, it's a British production. It's, Correct. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, there's. I don't think the Mandalorian stands a chance of winning, but it's nice for s- uh, something like that Fuck to be it, nominated. I'd give it. I'd give it to it. Well, we would. Of yeah, course we absolutely. Would. Ooh, go on. And Obi-Wan Kenobi show also is yep. news piece three uh, shooting in spring. There we go. On to yours. Harry Muff. Right, <laughs> we've been um, 
We've been worried about cinema. Everybody's been worried about cinema. And there were loads of different aspects of this. We started out with, oh, Trolls was put online and downloaded and streamed and made a load of money. And then cinema chains were worried. And then the studios went, oh, we're going to just stream them as well as put them on at the cinema. Then the cinemas go, no, you can go fuck yourself. You're not doing that and using us. We're, we're, uh, we're important. We need a unique selling point, which which is our window to put it out. Big arguments, and then HBO Max finally um, crossed to the dark side and went, no, we're streaming on HBO Max all our films this year at the same time as they're going out in the cinema. So if if by uh, June the pandemic's a lot better and cinemas are open, you'll still be able to get it on HBO Max at the same day as the cinema. And a lot of people are unhappy. Um, I'm waiting for your input in a minute about all that side because no one and everybody else has been kicking off. I'm just going to get into uh, what this joyous thing has just happened. And every now and again... People surprise you. The world might surprise you. And uh, there was a Reddit group called Wall Street Bets. And these guys, I I was aware of them because I used to, uh, I've been dealing in cryptocurrency for years. Oh, you're familiar with them? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. that's great. Well, they, they were part of the Dogecoin network. I remember, remember it. I well, told you about the Dogecoin. Continue, been, right. Because I've been mining Dogecoin yeah. and, and collecting Dogecoin and doing Bitcoin. And I used to, I've been a, a Bitcoin evangelist over the years because I've been telling people on this show, Mancunian candidates, and, and generally boring everyone in the office. Through those early the, issues of Starburst as well, that carried a lot of Dogecoin uh, adverts. adverts. Yeah, I did yes, because yes. I was you, trying to you promote it. Did. Some in there. I forgot I'd done that yeah. actually. No, yeah. I was I'm still a big ambassador for it because they take the banks out of the equation and do all that. Anyway, th- this um Reddit group decided we love GameSpot. We love that place. Um we've decided that uh, we and they checked online and found a load of hedge funds that had shorted them. Now what this means is a load of financial institutions have just gone, who do we not think will survive the pandemic till the end of the year? Who do we think is going to go for bankruptcy and be buggered? Let's buy a short. What you do is you take a contract out that there that that company will lose value. So you take it out at $4 a share and hope that it'll collapse and be worth one and you get paid all that money. And they deliberately done that. And what that does is it has a really negative effect because people can see these shorts out there on the system and then everybody starts to sell it and sell it and sell it. And you're basically killing a company. So these guys went, yeah, we we actually quite like GameSpot. We like physical game stores. And it's weird. We were talking about the last um, Blockbuster. Mm, and yes. it's the same sort of mentality. where Available this, to rent yeah, and buy now. In because surely the the, these game stores Digital. are on the doorstep of the same fate mm-hmm. because you don't need them. You've got Steam, you've got whatever. And, um, and they just went, no. Nah. And they just bought it. And they bought it. And they bought stock. And they kept buying it. And they used an app called Robinhood, which meant that you didn't have to to have 10, 100 grand, 50 grand, whatever. You could just have 500 quid or whatever. Whatever you put into Robinhood, they would let you buy fractions of, of shares in it and you could just keep buying stock. You could set up a standing order so you were buying 50 quid's worth of stock every week and build it up. It it brought stock share stocks and shares into the hands of people who weren't educated in that and didn't think about that. And... 
so these guys all went, yeah, buy it on Robinhood, and everyone bought it, and they surged um, GameSpot, GameStop, sorry, up to um, up to uh, three hundred dollars from like like six or seven dollars. Yeah, suddenly it's got share capital through the roof. All the directors and the people who own the company sold all the shares for a fortune. Pumped the money back into the company. Oh right, um, okay. Paid all the staff. All the staff were then, oh, wow. and the whole company was all sorted out. Then they decided, oh, I quite like Nokia. That's a good ethical company that's always gone the right way and never uh, traded in an unethical manner. They did the same. That was on like a, a dollar or two. They got that up to five dollars. But then the big one for us is AMC were around about two two dollars ninety, and I've said on this show they were looking at a massive payment of three hundred billion dollars on the loan that they couldn't make in in Feb. Jeepers! Literally now, two days ago, it was due. And they decided no, we we're not happy with this. So they got AMC stock. They got everybody to buy it. And they forced it from $3 up to $16, yeah. The company suddenly gained the share value and the income that they would have out of 10 successful years of trading overnight. They then, the directors, used the increased share capital that they had with those shares to pay off the loan. The loan was gone. The problems were gone. And then they uh, rebought into the company at a lower price, and the company's safe now. The company could be closed now. AMC Cinemas could close now for 10 years and then reopen with flags flying, Amazing. all intact. The the bit that really warms my heart is this. The, the guys on the board set up a fund for the staff of the AMC Cinemas so that you could donate Bitcoin. And every single member of staff of AMC Cinemas all across the world has received all the wages plus extra. Good Lord. Out of the 10% that they all decided to donate from the profits of buying this stuff. Because people were buying um, $300,000 of uh, AMC stock and selling it for $1.6 million, you know. And and they were they paid all their wages, nice, all the man. all the people who work for AMC in the states and in, in and across Europe are paid until next year. Is it going to be a problem that um, next year the only cinema chain in existence is AMC? It, it, that's the downside. It probably yeah. will be because at the end of the day, no one's getting the boost that they're going to get, and this may not work again. And they've tried to force it down. It's gone from $16 to nine forty-two today. Who's tried to force uh, it down? The markets. They've tried to tell the market makers at the stock market, don't upset these yeah, trades so and slow it down. They were unhappy with what yeah. was going on. So it takes about an hour to buy it now, and they're trying to artificially stop it. They, the short contracts that they've took on AMC to fail all become due next week, and they can't be paid. Can you explain... Briefly, what a short contract is? You buy a short contract, it means that I think that this share is at $3, I think it's going to be at $2, so therefore I'm taking a short contract for 100,000 shares, and then on the day that the contract is due, you have to buy it. So if they take it at $3, and then they have to buy it at 2 
on the day they just get paid the difference, the profit they've made. Yeah, um, yeah, they've uh, they've gone and took a short contract at three, and it's now at nine dollars forty-two. Um, they're facing bankruptcy. These short funds and all these uh, banks. So they took them to the cleaners. Cinema is safe. Yeah, I get it. It may be that AMC ends up over here in the UK taking over the Odeon. It may take over uh, all the cinemas. But at least then there's some chance that cinema will survive and that it can evolve. And maybe they'll get chains, that parts of the chain that aren't making as much money, they'll sell to an independent. Wink, wink. Just saying that I would, I would buy a cinema. You know I would. It's an interesting story, isn't it? No, it, it definitely is. To to a degree that, I, but the touch of class for me was sorting the staff out. I wish I understood the nuances of it all. It's still so foreign. Bitcoin, uh, the stock markets, mm. it's just it's not my thing, and I, I can't really understand yeah. how they've done it. No, it. it but it I know what's crazy. been done. Yeah. And I know it is this kind of Robin Hood attitude, yeah. yeah and uh, and that that was interesting actually that you told me that that's yeah. the community, that's the app, that's the app, the, the, the Robin but the Hood app, app. They're the bad guys. Oh, because they actually they allowed everyone to buy all this stuff, and then when this happened, Robin Hood went, "Yeah, we can't accept." any more orders for these okay is robin hood been shamed now yes they, okay yep. there we and go. now they're taking the orders again hashtag r.i.p the man robin hood <laughs> yeah maybe yeah it it has been um an interesting week to say the least but cinema has uh has prevailed you look we we've talked about this a lot throughout the last year my stance is that cinema will always survive this it will bounce back yeah um in a much more limited capacity but i also think that the uh, the the cinema chains need to step their game up as I've well i always believe that yeah uh, and the reason why so many people prefer to watch stuff at home is largely to do with the cinema experience we've got uh, two great cinemas around here I say great because it's uh, the ticket price is proportionate to the the what you get in. Yeah. Now, in Manchester, there was a whole cinema war about three years ago, maybe now. Odeon. I think it was still going on when COVID hit. No, you it was. Had, it, you still had it was. the Odeon and, and AMC. But Manchester like, has... for Manchester City Centre offering tickets for, what, four ninety nine? Uh, yeah, that's... Five, five quid? Yes, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. So we're, in Manchester, we're in this beautiful position where mm. our multiplexes, Odeon charges about six quid a ticket. Yeah. Uh, the View, which was formerly the Odeon, charges four ninety nine. Yeah. All day? Yeah, I know. All day, any performance. Know, if you, if you want 3D, but let's face it, mm. 3D has gone. It's over. Uh, yeah, it's over. If you want an IMAX ticket, yes, sure, it's going to oh, cost a little so bit more, over. but uh, so your over. flat rate is four ninety nine. In the, it's a fiver to see a movie. Yeah. That is fantastic, and it's yeah. been that way in Manchester for about three years. Yeah. Home... You're paying for a lot. You you're paying for a lot more. Yeah, of it's course, yeah. it's about ten pounds a ticket. Yeah, but what you get in there is you're getting no dickheads. Uh, there is a lot of stuff on. Can I just interject? You're getting a different type of dickhead. 
they're more likely I to agree. accost you with, I uh, agree. with bullshit French language and a beret. <laughs> but yes, I, I totally agree. But with, you know, with what I mean, saying. I know what you mean. It's not violent. It's not. Yeah. But I've I've long tried to hold the cinemas, the multiplexes, accountable. Yeah. Uh, for the the bad quality, the, the bad service mm. that they're providing people, because they've been strangling their budget down. So you've and got selling tickets off as premium and then not policing them. They don't police anything because they've they've not got the staff. Yeah, they, but it they, kicks off. The the managers are given a budget each week, and that yeah. budget goes down, 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 but down, you're down. Safe. You're not staffing. safe. You're no, not safe. No, people aren't when, safe when, at all. When you are a, a five foot two woman with a mate coming up some steps to your uh, premium seats that you've just bought and paid an extra one fifty for, and there's a group of six lads there. No one yeah, is... They're not, people they're not aren't going to ask they're not gonna people ask to move them. out of their seats. No, well, no. that's so unfair. So the cinema-going so experience has been an absolute travesty yes. for about a decade. Correct. And people have gone, you know what, we've got our 41-inch screen at home, we've got a nice sound system, yeah, it's, it's comfortable. Not the same. It's not the same. It's not. No, no, you're missing my point, I though. I know, though, go on. But it's better than going to a place that treats you're, me like shit. What you're saying is, it may not be, can I just say this? What you're saying, maybe, disagree if, if you want, um, you're saying it, whilst it isn't the optimum experience, it is definitely now an acceptable alternative. For many, many, many people, well, that's yes, fair enough, and I and get that. Nothing will beat uh, watching things on the big screen. No, it won't. In a theatre surrounded by a an audience that is behaving themselves. Yeah, but because of the lack of policing audiences and yeah. the, uh, the it's, it's like the wild west going to a multiplex I've, I've on a saturday you, night i told you but that some that of the stories it's have because got. it's been understaffed yeah understaffed and overpriced yeah i told you the stories i've had um i've had in in the amc in manchester a massive fight kicking off every single know. person listening to this will have a horror story about going to the cinema yeah. so while we're all in that space where we're romanticizing okay visits to the cinema let's also hold these cinema chains accountable and also think it's not just the pandemic that has threatened cinemas it's the owners of these multiplexes yeah, I get and that. it's their throttling of staff but you're still relieved they will, they'll be around. And the upping of the prices of everything else. But you're still relieved the that greedy, these guys... The greedy, greedy bastards. You're still Those relieved. greedy Eskimo-looking mothers. What the fuck are you talking about now, you Esk- Eskimo? Did, did, well, this is another... You, no, you, you said that before well, that that was like the ultimate diss, wasn't it? So well, I don't even know I'm what it means, I'm applying it to them. No, I mean, I don't know what it means. People are writing in calling me that, and I don't know what it means. I want cinema back stronger than ever, but it's it's not just... It's not just pandemic. But are you glad that at least... The, oh, no, the, this is a lovely chain, story. It's great, because yeah. the staff got paid... That was the lovely bit about yeah. this. The staff got paid. I'd like these Reddit you know? guys to actually run these cinemas as yeah, well. well they, that would be nice, they, wouldn't uh, it? And sort I, that out as I well. Can I just point out... They've um, rescued them. Well, if you step want the in le- and manage them. Do you want the legal situation? They, together, 
if I'm estimating this correct and what I was looking at this afternoon, they've got controlling interest in AMC. If they wanted to form a board themselves, they can actually go and do it. So if you're listening, you guys on uh, Wall Street Bets Reddit group, you have got, by my estimation, 74% of the shares in this company. You can form a board if you wanted. You just got to nominate seven people and then approach them and you can take over the running of it. If you are this determined to hold those shares no matter what, then take over the company and turn it into something. Fantastic. And uh, on that, that is a great time to have a break and then get back because we've got some, we've actually got some emails. Wow. I listen to fabradiointernational.com. Slaughter Hotel. The final address for eight young nurses. Slaughter Hotel. The whole world read the headlines. Now, for those who dare enter the deformed world behind the headlines, a motion picture that freezes at every scream. That hangs on every dying breath. Slaughter Hotel. A reserved deathbed. Eight innocent nurses. They faced death a thousand times. Now, they were facing a massacre as one by one the life was slashed from under them. Slaughter Hotel, a reserved deathbed. The living will never get used to death, but to die this way. Slaughter Hotel, in color, in violence, in shock. Starburst Radio, the home of Mike Royce and his tales of marital horror. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This is Family U International. Hello and welcome back to Starburst Radio. We've got tons of emails, so we might as well crack Far them. away. I'll just say, um, got one off Paul Mount. I just w- want to say I, I have received TV's own plus and I am going to get it up. <laughs> I have Not had on my... here. Don't do this. No, I'm doing, a cross, I'm doing a crossover like Buffy and Angel. All right. Because oh, it's TV okay. Zone Plus, right? So I'm I'm giving a Buffy an Angel thing. Okay, yeah, because he can he can come on here and I could go on there. I want to come on TV Zone Plus, Mounty. Yeah, I've not been invited. I want to come or oh, oh, phone in. There you go. Sorry, he's horrified now. He feels like he might have to, but you don't have to. <laughs> you don't anyway, have I'm to. I'm just going to say I'll I'll get the uh, I'll get TV Zone up tomorrow. I've just been at the dentist, as we've uh, already established. Um, evening, gents. He says, uh, read the Matrix. I have no interest in rewatching the two sequels, and not much interest in Resurrections or whatever it's called. However, I have just bought the original on 4K, and that'll do for me. Incidentally, don't forget to check out Greenland with Gerard Butler. On Amazon Prime this weekend, the best disaster apocalypse movie in a year. But really, are we supposed to watch these things now? Well, this is about a... Uh, it's about meteorites, isn't it, hitting okay. the Earth? Uh, it looks tremendous. Oh, I watched okay. Werner Herzog's new uh, documentary about meteorites the other day, actually. See, Fireball. I wish you'd have said that wrong, and I could have said that's easy for you to say. 
because no one can say his name properly. And so uh, it's in uh, a proper story with human interest balanced with spectacle. In other news, caught up with Psycho Gorman last night, enjoyably bonkers, very pleased also to become reacquainted, courtesy of a review Blu-ray, with a balmy 1977 Czech time travel comedy, something you don't hear very often, called Tomorrow I May Wake Up and Scald Myself With Tea. That's a great title, isn't it? About a plot to travel back to Germany in 1944 to give Hitler a hydrogen bomb. Saw it back in 1982 on BBC Two and have been chasing it ever since and only recently discovered what it was called. Funny, clever and does timey-wimey far better than that man Moffat ever managed. Keep calm and carry on, Mountie. That sounds ace. Well, it came through the office the other day and uh, I did the uh, assignment email for uh, all our review assets. So you sent it to the right guy, man. Yeah, Mountie was like, I haven't seen that in years. So there you go. Packaged it off right to him. But I'd also like to add to Mountie's email there before we get to the next one. He's not said it there, but Mountie has just launched his own Mm -hmm. YouTube channel. Okay. And his second video... Mm-hmm. which I watched last night and enjoyed thoroughly. Um, reviews, he reviews that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a pre-review. He, yep. he, ta- he talks about he talks about the release and uh, and everything, and uh, we'll have the Starburst review uh, in a couple of days. But, yeah, uh, go check out Paul Mount. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the TV Zone Plus podcast because uh, they, they if there is any intricate knowledge you need of all these generations of of movies tv and video games scott holmes is very good at all that as well they it's all covered man it's a great podcast so if you're listening to this on itunes as a podcast or now live either way you need to listen to tv zone plus and we've got an email off martin unsworth and hopefully i know this is that's how bad it is now right by next week I'm going to get on this BT Cloud Communicator Yes, software. you got to, man. And, and it's the three of us next week, I guarantee it. Excellent. I, I swear I've it will been missing be. we'll Martin do that. I know it's not, it's not the same, is it? No. Um, hey-ho, guys. All the Matrix talk is too much for me. As Chris knows, I watched the documentary <laughs> A Glitch in the yes, Matrix yeah. this week, and there was the traumatic testimony of the guy who was obsessed with the film and believed in the simulation theory the topic of the doc. He describes how he killed both his parents. He had a long trench coat too, and he thought that was great. (laughs) Very interesting if disturbing doc, the new Matrix is due at Christmas, and since it's worn as it almost certainly will be out as it's hitting HBO Max 2. I See, I never thought I looked great wearing that coat. You it was just a coat that I thought was... I like the coat. You like long leather coats. I do. I always did, but no one else did then. Yeah. And it was me. That's what I did. But, and you now, know, the now shades and the, uh, when you, you slick back your hair sh- and the guns in the holsters. The, I mean, that, that was a little bit too far. I didn't have any of that. And right. then when you the, started bullet timing... It's annoying. <laughs> when you were walking in... <laughs> Fiesta. Why it's annoying. Too is, much, man. Why it's annoying is because people will ignore the bullet timing and they'll ignore ignore the holster and the guns, but they probably think I'm wearing the sunglasses now. <laughs> and you know that's not true. 
Slick back. When, when I'm in a razor heads, hair slicked right back. It's, I don't wear slick back hair. They've never had that. That's that's summer. I wish I could do that. It All doesn't stay Trinity down. Style. It does not stay down. You know, down Shep. There you go. There's another pop culture reference. Anyway, sausages. that's all the that sausages last week, eh? We we brought you back in time, didn't we? We we uh, we. It was sort of like uh, we. This is your this is your sausages. The, you uh, you confused. This is your life. With we don't uh, have to bring it up life. again. With um, I can't remember them all. You it messed it up so bad. We've got more episode. emails. More emails. Yeah, yeah, Liz, on. Liz. Liz is saying, hi, you two. That's me and you, that. I've been stuck in for so long while working from home. Name one film, one TV show and one podcast I much, I must, I much, I must watch, listen to Liz W. What's the W for? Is it like George W. Bush? I don't know. Here's my podcast is it recommendation. Walker? Are, you, are, you, are you Liz Walker something? Anyway, go on. Jim Harold's Campfire. Each week he uh, gets people to ring in with their tales of the paranormal. So, yeah, it's all people who've experienced ghosts and werewolves and uh, uh, that tall men and that kind of stuff in their real life. And you listen to it and, you, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's scary stuff, to it's be honest. It's sold it to me. It's... It's scary stuff because there's nothing more terrifying to me than a person who's who's genuine. They sound genuine okay. when they're telling you about like the uh, the the shadow person that like um, yeah. But we watched um, their feet in the Zach, middle of the night. Or something we watched like the Zach Bagans movie, and um, he was trying to sound genuine. Yeah, but he doesn't. He fails at it. But there's nothing more we didn't genuine. Believe it, did there's we? Mo- no, nothing more genuine than real people, though, and this is it. It's a call-in show. Do you like that as a quote? By the way, just think about this, everybody. Yeah, this is a quote, right? That he's just he's just given. Put speech marks around this. There's nothing more genuine than real people. Phoning in about the go- you know, I mean, the goblin I know, in I their just, cupboard. I love that quote. I love that quote, man. That that's a quote for the times. That yeah, but you, it, you you're taking it out of context because I'm talking about no in Westworld that'd be a great genuine quote, people that. versus um, hosts and characters, people playing. I'm only actors. kidding. Well, I don't know, do I? I know we well, should know. You're here. You can see my facial expressions. Even Jim Harold is an is an affable guy. He believes it. He believes in the supernatural. He's got a couple of uh, podcasts uh, about the paranormal. Okay. Uh, and uh, it just invites invites people to uh, phone in. Well, one film, one TV show as well. So I'll I'll say Pennyworth again. I watched the latest one this week. I'm totally up to date now, and it just gets better and better. English Civil War, London cut off, uh, London Bridge, and all the bridges are along the Thames are blown up, so you can't get across. Um, yeah. Pretty fantastic stuff. Even if you don't like Batman and that, you could watch this show without any knowledge of Batman, Bruce Wayne, whatever, and you'll still think it's fantastic. If you like the 60s in London, you know. And one film, I'll I'll, I'll say that it's going to be a positive review that I'm going to give of a movie, and you'll have to wait for about 20 minutes. Okay. So you've got to give... 
a um, I, I, I owe her a podcast and you owe her um, a TV show and a film. Yeah, a TV show, uh, Married at First Sight Australia. Each season you is about 50 episodes. You can't do that on here. Why? Because it's, it's not, well, you can't cover it really, can we? Well, human beings are the strangest species no, in the galaxy. God, come on. And Summer. this is just like a, a this is just a, a study oh, dear. of of human interaction. Okay. And it's it's fascinating. It's like, it's like putting humans in a, in a zoo and just looking at them. Well, for, that's appealing, isn't it? For 40, 40 episodes straight and I've always found uh relationships Aren't they interesting? How do human beings find that other human that they want to spend that that all that time with, and how did they get on? Yeah, in you, the in the day to day, be yourself. Uh, and here you've got a show which puts a magnifying glass on that situation and takes two people, marries them off. So the first time you see, I you, can't they, believe this is being covered. So the first show. time, the first time that they meet each other is at their wedding. Yeah. And then the cameras follow them then. Right. Um, from the wedding. Yeah. And into the honeymoon, and then living together for, and they, and they got to check in with the experts. What like once a week? Sci-fi horror fantasy. Yes, all those things. Oh my god. They all apply. I, it, it's the craziest I, thing I've ever seen. Okay. There we go. That's my TV Thank show. What about film? See, you are a film. It will. Uh, it it appeals to lockdown as well because that's what Liz is saying. Oh God, no! I don't know. No, it no, it does. It that does yeah, to, to be anyone. Well, yeah, you're kind of trapped in there with uh, with another person. Very muff. Uh, and also, uh, episode content-wise, that will do you until lockdown four. Because there's that many no, of there's them. There's not another lockdown. We're done. All this four. Is the end. All four, or whatever they're calling it now, uh, yeah. four plus, all four, I don't know. Okay. You you can get that on your smart TV or your smart device that plugs into your not Come smart on, TV. Give her, the, give her the film I'll, you look, promised. Come I'm on. just providing details here. Three ninety nine. Unlock it for a month for three ninety nine. Oh, it skips hell. all the adverts. And then... Also, you can Blimey. hop over to the Adult Swim content Jesus. because, my goodness, there's all there's so much content. She there. wants a film. Oh, a film to yes. do it during lockdown. Yes, one film. Well, yeah. You, she said one film, one TV show, one podcast. You gave a podcast and a TV show. I gave a TV show, so I owe her a film, which is going to be the review that I've given a bit, and a podcast, which I'm scratching my head, but I've got one in mind. And you, you owe her a film. Right, OK. Right. Uh, one this film. is Liz, by the way. So say, hi, Liz, this is my film. Then she'll feel involved. Hi, Liz. Uh, I've not got a recommendation, but I've got a uh, one, one to avoid. That's not the same thing. She said, name one I must watch, listen to. Not one I much I must avoid. Like well, the plague. Well I'm trying to run through like what the, like COVID. I'm trying to run through what I've seen this week. Oh, give us something good to watch. And I've not seen anything that I want to recommend. Alright, we'll week. go back a bit. No, can maybe we, a week. I'll <laughs> 
Maybe. I'll come back well, to Well, tell it. her about the, I mean, I've that, jo- that was good. I've the jo- uh, happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, I don't... Ren and Stimpy. Is, is Liz interested in Ren and Stimpy? Well, you don't know until you try, do you? Are you interested in the, in the tragedy of uh, uh, tortured artists... Well, she's listening to this show. She's probably interested in tragedy. Liz, I I'll get back to that. you with a genuine recommendation before the show is out. We've got one half hour left. I can't believe this email that I've just got. Okay, I thought I thought that was a big, no, big long silence there. Right, no, I've not been, I'll just say, Liz, I've not been listening to podcasts that relate to the genre other than uh, Talib. Steve Dave, which isn't everyone's cup of tea because one of the presenters has decided to keep moaning about paying taxes. That links into what I was difficult. not what what I was going to recommend Liz Liz avoid. Okay, it's difficult to uh, listen to. The rest of them I listened to Michael Moore's podcast Rumble, which if you're into if you're slightly to the left and care about what happens on planet Earth, I still feel that that is a good thing and don't you dare criticize me for bringing that up on this show when you've just done when you've just well, I wasn't done going what to you've done I, I was just gonna say you know just preempting it but Mike uh, but Tony uh, Tony's um, blown my mind here and I'm gonna have to uh, have a go go on Tony says and bear in mind you've got to have listened to last week's show where I am clearly not in any way aware of of the repair shop what it's about, what goes on. And since then, I've had you, I've had Rippers, and every single person that I've met have gone, oh, you're not watching Repair Shop, what's wrong with you? No, 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 I didn't say that, I've never seen anything. Well, Rippers has, Rippers has definitely... I've never seen an episode, I'm just aware of it. Paul Ripley, the manager... I have seen Giant giant Lobster Hunters, though, I watched five episodes of that since last week. This is just, I feel like I'm in an asylum, trying to get the meds trolley over so I can cope. Um, Tony says, evening, Mike bit late to the party due to the repair shop there we go i mean we can't compete so we what what do we do we do move nights now we change times what do we do do we put it on on friday night now just because we're in competition with this and what's coming up on the marvel front or do you think it's run its course regards tony um the repair shop why are we getting (laughs) fucked by the repair shop you want to know what's coming up on the Marvel front? No, I want to know what we're going to do no, about this. This no. repair shop well, I want is, to talk about Marvel. is a big problem for us. It's not at it all. It is because people are watching that and not tuning in to okay, this show. Right, okay. It is a we're, fix we're, 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 Yeah, they don't care. Repair shop's on. Start sending us stuff to repair... And we'll do it while well, we're... I'll do it while we're on air. ...gibbering yeah. away yeah. at this shit. What's I coming up on the Marvel to, front? I do know how to repair um, uh, PlayStation 2s. Do you know how they'd lock oh, up? Me. No. No, don't. Right, they'd lock up. And uh, do you remember, I bought some PlayStation 2s and I bought uh, an air Why? gun. An air gun, yeah. Right. No, not now. Oh, right. When When they were a thing. Like 10 years ago, yeah, they in the were, office. Yeah. Not 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, it was whatever. Yeah, no. they were, yeah. Anyway, I bought them. Try a 20. Blue, a blue. No, it's not 20 at all. It's not. The PlayStation 2 is not 20 years old. 
Is it? Someone email him, please, quick now. It's not. No, anyway, I, I'm not Googling it. So I blew hot air on the central chip and it brought the machine back to life, yeah. So why were you doing this on the reg? D- I just thought it was ace. Re- I had other things to do. I was I was running a multi-million pound company, <laughs> but I still, I still did that in the afternoon and then gave people a PS2 and went, look, I've fixed this, and they go, OK. Okay, done. yeah. Yeah, I know. Ten years out of date. Thank, thanks, know, man. It, it wasn't ten years out of My God, it wasn't. If you went to... So, so, I said it was that long ago. So, you're saying, oh, it doesn't matter. They're not I even good as... Did this. they even play Blu-rays? They're not even good for that. I'm so Useless. sick of this conversation. You were, right Mike, now. you were right. wasting your time. Resuscitating right. PS2. So, what's new on the Marvel front? Well, Loads. the next the next show is um, is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Correct. And I think that's going to be great. And I just while we're having this discussion, I'll just say I watched WandaVision on uh, Friday, and oh boy, they timed this so right. They gave you an episode based in what was really going on, our reality, hence the widescreen 16.9, you know. Wonderful, wonderful episode that kind of explains some of the stuff you've seen but left the door open for the rest of the show. What a fantastic piece of TV. It could be the best thing I've seen all year. It comes at the perfect time for the likes of you and me and I would go as far as to say as most of our listeners. However, they have been getting a lot of negativity from uh, fans of the MCU who are struggling with this show who because they're... Exactly. Who no, gives a fuck? I completely go agree. They're on. idiots who can who do not know what this is there's no they, they don't have any patience they're waiting for the big stuff they don't know why what what are these goofy sitcom what what is this that i'm seeing i think this is a a smart show it's a super smart show however it's not got all its audience in mind and i think that's a damn good thing so what you're seeing is marvel and disney plus scrabbling to course correct here and assure people uh, that oh big things are coming don't worry about this don't worry about that why have we got what okay rewind to the mandalorian mm-hmm. week in week out nobody knew what the hell we were going to get next week yeah no yeah it didn't yeah. matter well, that was yeah. one of the plus points yeah the mcu seems to have a lot of uh, fans who yeah. cannot comprehend yeah what they're watching yeah listen nobbed you need to chill out. Yes. Because this is good shit. You're getting good shit. Yeah. If you're getting Patience, bad shit, man. then I get being patient if the blowjob is bad. Don't. If it's everything you want, Whoa, but what? you don't know where it's going to end, it doesn't matter. And that's how you need to look at this. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to get on board with your analogy there, but. It's. The, it, it, the I ultimate... think you know where I'm coming from. Well. I'm coming from. No, don't. Oh, God. You're better than that. Please. I know, I know I am. I know I am. So I you've I seen the, um, one drop the other day. Did oh, God. No, no, God. Jesus Christ. No. Christ, getting deep. Trailer. A trailer. Oh, deeper, trailer. Deeper. They d- ma- uh, Tra- trailer. 
Marvel and Dis- and Disney Plus are doing it again. They've just they? dropped again? another trailer yesterday. Here's what's coming. Um, it's this exciting stuff f- filled with spoilers just, uh, just, because just, they're panicking. Just, 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 they did not just, do this just, once. If you remember rightly, we received a, I don't know a teaser like. and a trailer for The Mandalorian and neither of them featured footage. So... Past episode right, four. There we go. Yet one division is desperately trying to keep people watching. I know. By dropping mid-season trailers. Here's what you're going to get in the next two episodes. That it's coming across so desperate okay. and it's horrible. And I know why they're doing it. And I wish they. Uh, I wish it can, was different. Can we have a quick production meeting where um, we've got? Um, 19 minutes to go. Can we leave the next break and just crash through to the end? Crash through. I'm not bothered about a break, no. We've got some uh, emails. And can I say, um, if you need these pointers for WandaVision and you can't just dive in and watch it and enjoy it, well, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but that's the thing, Mike. I don't think we're talking to any of those people right now. This is a different different subsect of of fans. Okay. Uh, And they are fans... But, Absolutely, you know, yeah. what they've had is yeah. 23 movies, which are two and a half hours each, yeah. and they, uh, bam, 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 this is a I different know. ball game. Just, just, yeah. And Disney go, are panicking. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Uh, but running through very quickly, what do we have this year uh, coming up for Marvel? Yep. Marvel, has it run, it run its course? No, of course it's not. Just look at it's this year alone. It's about to explode. It's and not in the way that we were talking about before. It's the biggest content drop you've ever seen oh, that and that sounds rude as well from here on in it's not it's not going to get any smaller <laughs> I love it you've got WandaVision you've got uh, yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier as you said straight after that is Loki then you've got Black Widow uh, later on in the year you've got Eternals you've got Spider-Man and there's one more movie that I've completely forgotten about. Uh, Shang-Ti. There we go. That's not his fucking name. Shang-Li? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, sorry. Master of Kung Fu. There we go, I didn't have it written down. There is no other way of saying it. You managed to rewrite his fucking name. Well, there we go. you got four movies and three TV shows, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's insane. Right. Oh, so more, we got, actually. We, we got an email. What if? That's yeah, going soon, but I'm not mentioning what, what that. If, what if um, you are totally wrong and it's one of the best things they've ever done, which it will be? It's, it's yeah. nothing to do it with whether be. I'm it's wrong. It's all right. It's okay. It's Re- nice. Revisit a previous when, episode. When he turns that. up, when he turns up on this show... Going, oh, what if? And I go, oh, what did you think? And he gone, uh, uh, and then suddenly he goes, it was brilliant. I loved it. I creamed my pants. That's what he'll say. I hate he all this. No, I'm reconstructing from the future what an episode that I've gone forward to the future and I've seen, I've listened to. No, I hate this. All, it, all this weird sexual crazy. talk. I hate it. What Stop sexual it. talk? There's none. You Martin's just said cream. I didn't. You did? Yeah, well, cream your pants means... means it means. Do you know what anything. it means? Yeah, I do. But it doesn't mean that when I say it. It means ejaculating in your pants yeah, because you're so though. excited about yeah, something. Yeah, well, it doesn't mean and it when I, I say I'm, it. I'm sorry, I'm not... I don't get that excited about anything. 
Do you not? No. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Maybe. It is a bit sad, that. Jake Appleby says, Good evening, Mike. I've been a fan of your podcast show for many years, so I ventured over to watch you on YouTube. Oh, God. And you know Chris is there and all. We're we're both working on that. I have to say, you and Paul Ripley have a feel for the working man with such an honest approach to politics. I'll be quick with this. It's uh, (laughs) it's just so damn refreshing. You what I was going to say. You both should be on a national channel, but perhaps it wouldn't be as honest. No, they wouldn't allow us us do that. Uh, Anyway, just wanted to reach out to you. Best wishes, Jake. Expat living in New York City. Oh, well, you know what? I reckon you've had a difficult year over there because I've been over in New York. I know people over there. Um, we have Joe from Queens, who we know. And um, me and Chris have, have spent time in the States, and we just hope you're all all right anyway. Alan Davidson saying, Hi, Mike and Chris. I hope you two are okay. Strange times. If you were the head of a huge... Look. Huge... Huge right film company. Mm. Do you not like the way I emphasised that? Mm-hmm. Was it unnecessary? Yep. Okay. From the seventies slash eighties, what would you reboot? Howard the Duck. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, that's the that's the answer, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, that that was. Um, it's also the only thing left. Comic book. <laughs> if you saw the, yeah, there were other stuff. No, no, I'm they? joking. There was stuff you always said. Um, then it always stuck with me. Reboot stuff that was oh. done that was that was yes. all right, yes, but yes. didn't have much money. No, I know. It, and you know, you know where I thought you were going with that? What? Uh, reboot the stuff. The stuff. The yeah, stuff. You know. Absolutely. You yeah. No. But uh, yeah, it's not about this. Don't don't concentrate on rebooting stuff that has this these had an army of fans. It's it's done. They're only mm-hmm. going to attack you if you get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, just do a sequel. But I think Hollywood has learned that now. I really do. But what about all these movies with such a great concept mm. that just didn't deliver? You always said uh, Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall is one. I yeah. think that is a cracker. You could that it's yeah. done, isn't it? You, you because, could write that right now. Yeah, I mean, and and to give the other end of the spectrum, there's no point in remaking. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. No, not because at it, all. it was perfect. Of course. For all its limitations, it created magic. You know what? Every time I listen, I hear or read a interview with those guys, the Giotto brothers, and we, we had a cracker a couple of years ago. Superb. You can find it on the site. They're always talking about the, uh, the sequel. They want to do a sequel. Yeah. Uh, and it's just not happened yet. But it will. I am so confident that it will. He's been interviewed. Uh, both of them have been interviewed by uh, Starburst magazine. Yeah. And yeah. the thing that people, if you're watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which I can say now, if you have stumbled across this show or this podcast and you are listening to this for the first time and you've not heard of this film, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a film that you need to immediately, after listening to this, go, boom, I'm going to find it somewhere, I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to watch it. Because you will have such a great time. Now, the problem is, the, the, they've been asked for a sequel, but here's the, here's the weird thing about it. The guys that made it 
were not this massive stonking studio. It was the Chiodo brothers, and they made ice cream. They had an ice cream factory, and they decided to to make a film because they always wanted to. And they made Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And as you know, they even featured an ice cream van. And they were in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in the ice yeah. cream van, these two guys. We have interviewed them at Starburst magazine. And it turns out they're as charming and lovely as you would hope they would be. And they want to make another film. And they've been since selling... The puppets, haven't they? Of the of the, they've got all clowns. kinds of great merchandise on their website. It's just but unfortunate. It's merch, it, no, it's superb. It's yeah. second to none. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's over there in, in the states, so you can forget getting anything imported uh, over here. Uh, I've got a couple of tweets that I need to read as well, if you don't Oakley, mind. Oakley. Uh We've got one from uh, Luke Spafford, one of our uh, lovely writers. He says, "All right, fellas." What with the Muppets hitting Disney Plus and the Fraggles about to be seen by Magic Perkins and 14 other people with an Apple TV subscription. That's me. I've got one. Yeah. Uh, which of Henson's creatures is your favourite? For me, it's the Swedish chef and Ludo. 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 Yeah. Yes. It's gonzo for me. Always had such an affinity for, for Gonzo. That that little I've weirdo. I've got to split it off into to one that I emotionally connect with. And one no, I, I, I emotionally is... connect with Gonzo, right? And Grover, right? Okay, those yeah. two. Well, I'm just doing two, and mine one I emotionally connect the most with, and two I get is a technical marvel. Yeah. So my first part of this is um, Fozzie Bear. I I love that guy. I love that guy. He's the. He reminds me of you. He, this is. Aww. You're my fuzzy bear. No, because you do remind me of him. Because you look for the good in everybody. You're always upbeat. Do I? You haven't got the. No, you do. When me and you are together, you do. It's, it's like everything in it. When the world's attacking us, then fuck it. We've got negative opinions. But, you know, you, you're just. You're a very decent person. And Aww. the. Um, and, and I do like a bow tie, don't, don't have, I? Yeah, and you don't have the fart shoes, though, <laughs> that, that he had in I the do. later films. I really do. Well, you, you'll, you've got them, have you? The, the other technical, I think the, the Skeksis... Oh, yes, wonderful. I think, I think they, um, you, they're mesmerising to look at as a puppet uh, achievement, puppetry achievement. I don't know what you, you'd, how you describe a, an achievement in puppetry, but, yeah. They were great. I think the Jim Henson workshop, I think, is a a marvellous contribution to cinema, TV. I think that Jim Henson was a genius. I think that the biggest... Um, I think one of the biggest uh, bonuses he had to his personality was that he knew who to involve in that workshop because he put together a bunch of people who made magic and and still, you know, the magic after, store. after he died, he, he still, they still carried on. And if anybody uh, who likes the Muppets or likes any of these characters, if you've not seen the Muppets celebrate Jim Henson after he died as a tribute show, you can find it on YouTube. And it's, if you don't cry, if you literally do not cry before the end of this, then you're not human because it touches the heartstrings. It has letters from children who wrote in 
to Jim Henson's workshop after they heard that Jim Henson had died. And all the Muppets are talking to these kids and you have to see it. Jim Henson's... um, The Muppets celebrate Jim Henson. It's heartwarming and it's the most touching thing you've ever seen. You need to watch it. Uh, what Luke is referring to there is there's two stories that appeared on Starburst recently as well. The Muppets, I think we've discussed it on this episode, on this show. Mm-hmm. The Muppets' lost seasons, uh, four, five, yep. and six. Yep, we have. Are coming to and Disney Plus. I got the name of the character wrong. Oh, right. It was Annis Sue. Okay. The, the little, the, the, pig. the younger pig. Right, that, right. That was uh, Kermit's uh, love, the uh, love oh, arrival oh, no. for Kermit. <laughs> no. No, no, Let's but it do was it. done in a nice way. Nothing oh, happened. okay, right, She was all infatuated right. with Kermit. Yeah, sure. And appreciated Kermit. Oh, yeah, like and Miss a, Piggy was treating him like In a John like Christopher shit. Lucy way. No, no, no. She was treating him really badly at the time. And Fraggle Rock, which is yeah. coming to um, uh, Apple TV. Dan, she cares away. Yeah, not troubles for another day. Troubles or worries for another day? I thought it was worries. I don't know. Are you sure it's worries or troubles? Or tribbles? (laughs) Got no idea. None at all. Yeah, no. But that's that. They they just finally started the uh, the reboot uh, production on that. Filming on that has just started within this last week for Apple TV. All right, stop saying so. Moving me along. I'm not moving. I've got to get my sentence out, man. Go on. I'm sorry. I didn't know I was doing that. It's it's done now. Anyway, I'll, I'll save gone? the I'll, I'll save the Gonzo explanation for another time. Then yes, all right. Well, mm. do do it now because all I've got to do now no. is do that that movie review, and then if you exactly if you've got a review, have you got a review? Well, this I've seen tons, but we've run out of time, so it is what it is. So that's why I'm dumping my explanation of why I love Gonzo and Grover, and we'll save it for another time. Do a whole show. I'm on sh- that. I be would fine. do. It will be. Can well, we? You can do if you want. It's fine by me. Yeah, I do so, want to. So, yeah, movie. I can recommend a movie this week, and, and that's a good thing because normally it's like, oh, I'm going to stick the boot in and say it's awful when it's it's terrible. If there is one movie this week that you need to make time for, and that is a spoiler heading in, and I'm just going to say now, my review score heading in to the film, which is weird. Four stars out of five. This is a great film. It's brilliant. And it's called The Little Things. Rami Malek, Jared Leto, Denzel Washington, all on form in a neo-noir classic, in my opinion. I absolutely love this. I've seen some people that have had slightly less glowing reviews saying it's very slow, it's very, it's a bit boring. This film is a slow burner. If you like True Detective, if you are older and you like some of the classic noir movies like Detour, you're going to love this. It it goes through all of that. You've got Rami Malek, Jared Leto, Denzel Washington, all on form, and those three form this triangle that you won't believe the mesmerising to watch on screen in the roles. It's a fantastic film, and it is all about the trying to catch a serial killer and one of them uh, Leto they feel he might be the guy and they move in on him and the rest of it you're just gonna have to trust me is so worth persevering with Thomas Newman 
gives a beautiful score. The film is shot amazingly. It looks so good. It's on HBO Max and it is being it's out at the cinema now in the States and it will be available imminently over here. I'm sure you will be informed when it is available and I would straight away buy it or rent it and just watch it with a few people. I will say this, while I was watching it, I didn't watch it in the cinema room. I watched it on the screen, which isn't too shabby, in the living room and there were loads of moments in it where I thought oh this is a big screen film and this also gets me back to the point where I was defending cinema saying if it goes away you're going to lose some of this stuff this film you need to have seen it on the big screen or you won't think it's a classic if you caught up with this and just uh, uh, gone to a blockbuster and rented it on DVD watched it on a TV you wouldn't rate it as highly there are a few movies like this if you saw Falmer and Louise on the big screen and then watched it on the DVD you'd be disappointed if you listened to everybody who'd seen it at the cinema then you watched it on DVD you'd be like oh yeah it's not not all that though is it some films need that experience and this film is crying out for it and it really is and there's not that many people like me and Chris, do who can watch a film like this and then go, I can see what this would be like on the screen. But there were so many moments when I was watching it going, yeah, this would have played so much better with an audience in a cinema. It's a great film. I just want to give you a hug and say... In what? Cinema is going to be back. It is. It is. It is going to be back. You. It is. It absolutely it's is going to be, be all back. right, man. It's all going to be fine. And I think, uh, if anything, uh, thank you to the Reddit guys for, for trying to help out in that and pay everybody's wages. And uh, I think if all of us who were listening to this show and we're all part of this, we're going to come back to this in a year's time and we will be on this show and we will be talking about uh, the next film, but it, we will be discussing it after having seen it at the cinema. And I've got to say... All this will be much better by then. Yeah, totally. My recommendation, I'm just going to ask everyone to grab a pen. Have you got one? Have you got one? Yeah. I left mine upstairs. Everyone's got one. Right, okay. Just to just write this. Uh, it's called uh, Decker, Port of Call, Hawaii, the movie. Okay. Now, just put those uh, put that, those words into <laughs> YouTube and uh, have a blast and report back next week. Fantastic. There we go. And that is it. <laughs> I've been Mike, and he's been Chris, and we will definitely see you next week.
to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. until 10 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, 109 Portland Street, Manchester. It touches the heartstrings. It has letters from children who wrote in to Jim Henson's workshop after they heard that Jim Henson had died. And all the Muppets are talking to these kids, and you have to see it. It's one of the most heartwarming, touching moments without any paedophilia that you uh, that you could huh? possibly have. What? I mean, the heartwarming and touching of kids that without that. You didn't need to. You didn't need to add that, though. I know, but without that, this is the best. Right. I might. Uh, I might edit that out. Actually. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. I'll stop talking. Because I meant that it now. to be quite heartwarming. I know. Um, yeah. No. But and it then is. you turned it uh, evil. Well, I'll do it. I'll do it again then. So on the podcast, darkness. That won't exist. You know, there, but, but, always darkness encroaching. I know. There's always darkness, isn't there? In but, this room. But, 